just want you dance all night. You will never let me down. You can never let me down. Crush. I can fall in love with you all night. And you will never let me down. A crush is my favorite sound. Crush. I never plan to crush. Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 92. We have returned. Uh, we have returned. Pre-All-Star Break episode. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Where do you want to start? Um, Let's go dunk contest first. <laughs> let's just talk about it event for event. I really don't have anything to say for Friday. What, the Rising Stars game? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, there's nothing to predict there. It's just it, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I never really know which celebrity is going to eat. Did, did the roster release? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll check real quick. I'm not sure yet. Um, okay, so dunk contest. Pat Connaughton, Aaron Gordon, Dwight Howard, and Derek Jones Jr. And I believe they're all healthy. So, um, I got I, my kind of take on it is a little technical, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just I think Dwight is the most limited out of all those guys. That's fair. Uh, because he's the heaviest. You know, he's he's obviously older than all those guys. Yeah. Um. So I just can't imagine him really like getting off some kind of crazy dunk. Mm-hmm. So, I, in my opinion, he's kind of a lock to be last. And he's he's the tallest, too. Right. And that's usually and, tough. And, you know, the really shitty thing about it is uh, yeah, if Kobe could have been there to help him out, they could have probably done something cool, but... Yeah. You know, that's that's tough. Right. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think Pat will be third. Okay. Uh, I just... And the, the, top, the other three are all, like, interchangeable. I really don't know. But I just Aaron Gordon's kind of the vet, yeah. So so I think he's gonna come out with some something crazy. Do you do you think he showed us his whole bag? Honestly, no. Okay. <clears throat> and I just think so because of how crazy some of his reverse slobs are in game. Yeah. So like he could give us some kind of reverse that just like you know we've never seen before. I feel like. Right. Yeah. Uh. But. I don't know, man. Derek Derek Jones Jr. is a sleeper. He was really bad last time, though. He was. He like did nothing that no one else can do. But I feel like he's another guy who's a little more comfortable in the league now. Yeah. So you know, there's not going to be that much pressure on him. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be fun, man. Yeah, I think it'll be exciting. I know Dwight will be. And you, the other thing about Dwight that's changed—he's not as funny as he used to be. And maybe because he's not playing good, it's like, you know, his antics yeah. aren't as amusing. Right. So, I think that's going to hurt Dwight, too. Because, like, him bringing the cape and stuff, like, you don't even yeah. start. He's got he's to gotta <laughs> actually hit, a, like, a crazy dunk. Yeah. Like, he can't just kind of prop his way to, you know, victory. Yeah, he's going to have to, like, take the JaVale McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his size. Hey, man, that that'll be interesting if Javale and maybe Anthony Davis could kind of show him something cool. I'm I'm assuming he's working with them. He's got to be. Yeah. You know, you working with those guys every day. They Javale was pretty fun in his dunk contest. So. 
Yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, yeah, I think it's fair to say. I mean, I think it's it's safe to say Gordon is gonna win, but uh, I don't. Connaughton rarely gets off two hand dunks in g- games. Like he squeezes a lot of them in. I've <laughs> he, never seen Connaughton like, do a windmill. He gets there easily, but he doesn't like boom it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So it's, you can't really tell if he's just just like a you know basic athlete or if he really is that bouncy. Right, or if he's just only getting high enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, I for, I'm never gonna forget in that playoff game him trying to lay it up. Right. And Drew Holiday pinning him off the backboard, and literally <laughs> as soon as it happens, they start talking about how he has a 45 inch vertical. Right. Like there's yeah. no excuse. <laughs> Yeah, and that doesn't just because he had one at the draft combine doesn't mean he still has it, because right, it's clear Dwight doesn't get up like he used to. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. We'll see. I think I think he might have a, a hard time because it's his first. He's kind of in that Derrick Jones Jr. role, uh-huh. where he doesn't really have a place in the league quite yet. Not that many people know him. Yeah, and he's the only one whose first time it is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. First timers, unless they're like crazy they usually struggle yeah i i think i'm i'll pick i think i'm gonna pick Connington second i think derrick jones jr would be third yeah i think he he's got a better frame to do something like extra exciting yeah and, and derrick jones jr although i think he can do something crazy his wingspan um kind of plays against him because you know, he barely has to jump to dunk in reality. Yeah. Although he, he does get up high. He gets up high, man. If he could get up in the air and hang in there for something. Yeah, and I haven't seen that. All I've ever seen him do is jump over people. And he can do that really well. I've never seen him get close to hitting anyone. But, yeah, I need to see something other than just jumping high. Because, obviously, it takes a lot more than that. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind him bringing back the birthday cake dunk. That would be fire, cause I know he can do it. Yeah, it'd be interesting, man. I'm I'm excited for this dunk contest. I'm usually I'm usually excited for the Saturday events. Yeah, uh, for the most part, cause they do a good job of, of putting good like lineups in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three point contest. Uh, just to remind me, hit me with all the names, so I'm not missing anybody. Uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Damian Lillard, Buddy Hill, Joe Harris, Duncan Robinson, Zach Levine, Devontae Graham, uh, Davis, Bertans, and I think, I think that's it. How many is that? Seven? Six. Uh, alright, got you. Oh, and Trey. And Trey. Trey Young. Yeah. Trey, Duncan, Damian, Zach, Buddy, Joe, Devontae, and Davis, Bertans. Yeah, I'm not going to rank all these guys, but uh, I'll, I'll give my top three. Give me your top two and bottom two. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Levine will be last. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think he's the slowest shooting the ball. He's mm-hmm. the most, he's the streakiest shooting the ball mm-hmm. out of all these guys. Uh, and yeah, he's... I don't know. I'm just not as confident in him as a three-point shooter as maybe some of his performances have shown. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, getting 13 threes, I, I can't ever disrespect that, but mm-hmm. I just, there's games when he's, he takes a lot of deep twos for some reason. So I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, second to last, uh, I think is going to be uh, Buddy Heald. <laughs> okay. Some of that is just Sacramento, him getting benched <laughs> recently. You see, he might demand a trade after the season now. I'm not mad at him. But why wait a week? It was a week ago. He could have demanded one and left now. Uh, I don't know, man. All right. Sacramento's just a mess. And I just think he's going to kind of... Th- I just think he's going to force it. Uh-huh. You know, he's going to try to show out and, and... I don't know. Okay. Uh, But my top two... Lillard and Trey Young are too easy, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not surprised at all if either of them win. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't want to talk about them because it's just too obvious. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like saying Jordan in the 90s is the best player. Like, obviously. You don't got to explain that. Right. Um, I, think, I think Bertans is a sleeper, man. Bertans is a sleeper. I would like to see Bertans... Breton's catch and shoot is cash. Is dude, and he's but, so quick. Yeah, but picking it up is is it's different. I got you. I got you. It's different because I've been I've been in a three point contest before, when I was like in uh, in like one of those AAU showcases. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And it's a lot different than like being able to step into it, time the catch and stuff. Yeah. Then just picking it up, and then you have to set your own feet and all that. It's different. It's different. Um. But yeah. my thing is, I'm not. I think he's gonna be second. But uh-huh. the reason I say is because I've seen him shoot more than everybody else, you know, on this list. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and the way he, like, I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but he does a really good job of getting balanced very quickly even if it's a bad pass yeah so in that way i think he can kind of thrive off of just picking it up out of a rag mm-hmm. uh but we will see that's not like a lock for sure yeah you know yeah i'm with you like i said there are two guys who are just easy picks <laughs> right because uh, i i agree with you i think Berton's, you know in a perfect storm he might be the most cash out of everyone on here. Right. In a wide open three. Right. Yeah. And my yeah. number one pick is Joe Harris. Okay. And the reason I say it is because I actually have seen a good amount of Brooklyn games this year. Yeah. And he's his form, in my opinion, never changes. No, it doesn't. Like, he's the most consistent as far as how he elevates, how he holds it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which n- most of these guys don't do that because they're so, you know, fire that when they get hot, they don't really need to. Right. But the consistency is usually what kind of keeps the guy, you know, getting high scores every round. Right. Uh, and I think he's got the best, best, the most consistent shot as far as mechanics. Okay. Yeah. He's definitely a new Capono for me, like I, it's hard for me to that's pick good, anyone over. That's him. a good pick, yeah. Yeah, because he's good comparison. Um, I, I don't. I've seen Duncan Robinson shooting the highlights, but I haven't really seen him like go off enough for me to even gauge where I would put him. Yeah. And Trey is just a little small for this kind of competition. And to your point about Zach, 
Zach uses his legs probably more than everyone else on here. Yeah. And that's tough, too. Taking, you know, 20 shots when you elevate like Zach does on every shot, it's not easy. Yeah, if you really watch the history of the contest, too, like, the guys who elevate, you very rarely do well. Right. They may make it through the first round, but that the next couple rounds... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, the smaller guys usually have a hard time because, you know, you got to use a lot of arms. Just you using the least amount of muscle helps. It does. It helps. But um But I'll counter that because Trey Young can also shoot the easiest from probably the deepest. Right, that's true. So well Lillard and him are, are like neck and neck for that. Yeah. Uh so I don't and, know. It's like they've elevated what Steph Curry used to do almost. It's so crazy. Yeah, they do. They yeah. just do it so much. Right. Yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good competition. I think this is one of the more exciting um, when it comes to names. Yeah, these are all people I really, really, genuinely want to see in the three point contest. Yeah, and Zach, even Zach, I think it's I'm curious about it. He can surprise us, I think, because again, Zach, like get dude, thirteen threes in a game is wild. Yeah, like, it doesn't. I don't care how you did it. Like to do that, you got to be able to shoot the ball. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Graham is gonna be my sleeper. I don't think he's gonna win, but he's definitely a sleeper because I, I I do think he's one of those guys that if he catches fire after the first rack, he might be like you know hot the whole time. You know what? Have his, a really really good score. You know what my my thing with him is he probably has some of the toughest threes out of all these guys. Yeah. Like, if you've watched the way he makes threes, mm-hmm. it's, they're, like, extra difficult. They are. Because it's like the Spencer Dinwiddie does that to a much lesser degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's these guys take these, like, really difficult... Obviously, Harden's a guy who does that a lot. Yeah. Um, but, like, Graham, a lot of his big-time performances, he hits mm-hmm. a lot of, like, rainbows. Yeah. So I I don't I have no clue what he's gonna look like in a you know organized contest. Right. Uh, but I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he you know like you said he could be a sleeper. What do you think about the um the range ball? I forgot what it's called now, but the one they added to that's gonna be four points instead. You think that's where Damian and Trey are gonna smoke them? That's that's why they're such easy picks, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all honestly like I don't think any of these guys will have like real problems shooting them. Right. Like you said Levine might just cuz it's the you know most he uses the most legs. And it's it's optional too, I think. Yeah, it'll be think... interesting. I, I imagine there are, a lot of them are going to use it. Mhm. Cuz I, I feel like if I'm in the competition, I'm trying to be aggressive to get as many points as I can. Yeah. You know, you got to trust your shot at the end of the day. Right. Uh, so I imagine that's going to be, that's actually going to play a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I would like for Levine to be the first person to win all three competitions. He could do it. He won the skills. No, no, no. He hasn't yet, but he said that he plans on doing all three. That okay. was his, he said if he was an all-star this year, he would have did all, everything. Oh, that's good. Even the dunk contest. That would have been lit. Oh, but... man. <laughs> yeah. 
Who would yeah. you take out to throw him in there? Oh, Connaughton. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I'd probably agree to it. I, I've, I also said Dwight is a lock to be last. I'd still take Connaughton out of there. Yeah, just for, just to make it competitive. Because honestly, even though I I don't know if Connaughton is going to be last, I, he's not competitive. Not with Aaron Gordon. And I want to see the Levine Aaron Gordon again. So, it really wouldn't right. matter who I would take out, really. <laughs> Everyone but Aaron Gordon. I would almost I would almost watch if it was just them two for three rounds. Honestly. Right. Alright, so the skills challenge presented by Taco Bell. Oh, you, did you notice that the dunk contest isn't Sprite anymore? I didn't. I thought that was strange. I'm like, what? When I saw him, I'm like, how is the dunk contest not Sprite anymore? It's, um, it might be State Farm. I think mine got it. This might be off topic, but it, I mean, kind of not. What? What was Hennessy the one who got like NBA promo or whatever? Or was that NFL? Uh. They definitely got NFL. Okay, that's what I saw on the news uh, somewhere on the news that it, like Hennessy made a big play to become like a major, uh, like ad revenue source for I, I can't no. remember I, it might it had to be NFL probably. No, I think they recently did. You were talking about the one that just happened like the other day. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, even that was sure. the NBA. Yeah. Oh, okay. They so became that... the official spirit of the. Yeah, NBA. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting to me. It is. And AT and T has the dunk contest now. By the way, it's interesting how these organizations uh, use these situations. Yeah, I don't know why the NBA needs an official spirit, but it's okay. Whatever. It is a weird like connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you, none of those guys can truly promo. Like you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna hold the bottle. Like yeah. that would make sense. Right. Like wine, wine's a dip, wine's like a luxury, kind of like a fine luxury. Yeah. So that's a different take on it, and especially because they don't even drink it half the time; they bathe in it. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so the skills challenge again, I believe, is gonna be. Is it gonna still be front court and back court? Yeah, separated? I hate that shit. But I don't know who's. Tatum is front court, right? I think so. Okay, so it's Sabonis, Siakam, Adebayo, and Tatum is the front court competition, and then back court will be Dinwiddie, Patrick Beverly, Chris Middleton, and Shea Gildress Alexander. Dude, I don't even. I really don't have predictions for this shit because, <laughs> like, you can't. You can't really anticipate how these will play out. Like, you can't predict that Chris Paul would miss a layup or, or that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they made it so easy to, like, I don't want to use the word cheat, but it's so easy to, like, not really do it right, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, guys. I, I miss I miss when it was a show, like, they kind of would just take you know, a, a select group of kind of the best point guards in the game, like the shiftiest, like a mix of the shiftiest. Yeah. And a mix of the smartest point guards in the game. Yeah. And it would just kind of be a nice, like, competition to get to see who, you know, who won that that day. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't really be a big deal, but Friday is not really, like, 
as competitive as the other days to me. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I just and then the way they do it now, like I watched it last year, and it just it just looks stiff to be honest. It looks stiff, and guys coast like yeah. You know. I don't know what happened. Like, they're just laughing at one another, like, mid-competition. Like, that's just stupid to me. It is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, Past winners are not impressive. Porzingis, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, the big men should have their own thing. They shouldn't have... A... Yeah, they should have two different ones. Yeah, this would be the skills challenge... The point, you know, guard skills challenge and the forward skills challenge, and they have to go do other stuff, hook shot yeah, or something. Yeah, like that. that's so you get all these dumbass centers to stop playing on the perimeter. What is Sabonis going to do in the skills challenge? I've never seen. I don't. <laughs> I know this sounds far fetched, but I'm. I'd be surprised if he gets through the NBA cutouts not like cleanly. <laughs> <laughs> the weave the weave thing yeah <laughs> i can't even imagine him doing that and tatum should just blow past all the forwards <laughs> if he loses the forward thing he shouldn't even go to the all-star game <laughs> seriously because no none of these guys are really good at spot up threes other than him yeah all right moving on um in ESPN to exclusively televise the All-Star Celebrity Game. And the participants will be... <laughs> Team Wilbon, their captain will be Common. And he will be leading a star-studded team featuring oh Kane Brown, American... Um, I guess the, the country singer. Hannibal Burris, the comedian... Bad Bunny, the recording artist. John Batiste, the musician band leader of this late night show with Stephen Colbert. Alex Moffat from Saturday Night Live. Uh, chef Jose Andres, from he's a chef and humanitarian. Famous Los, the comedian, social media influencer. Jadena, the recording artist. <laughs> Why? Uh, Chelsea Gray, WNBA player, and Quentin Richardson, NBA <laughs> NBA legend. They should have parentheses. Uh, they should have um, quotations around that. Um, the Stephen A. team <laughs> uh, will have a captain of Chance the Rapper, and he will be leading a team featuring Quavo, the rapper, Taylor Bennett, the rapper. Wow, snuck Taylor Bennett in there, huh? Chance. Uh, LaRoyce Hawkins from Chicago PD. Anthony Spice Adams, um, social media influencer, comedian, actor. Huh? Yes, he is hilarious. A.K.A. Cream E. Biggums. (laughs) He is the GOAT, dude. (laughs) They have that in here. (laughs) Cream E. Biggums. (laughs) I hope he Yo, wears the shorts dude, like that. Him, bro, if you've never heard of him before, go watch him play Bone Collector on YouTube. Yo, <laughs> that shit is so funny. He's hilarious, yeah. Oh my god. That, he... me- that meme of him shooting and just missing over and over again is 
<laughs> Yo, I have me in tears. It works every time too. <laughs> the way he shoots the ball, oh, I I can't wait to see him play. Honestly, <laughs> Mark Lazary, co-owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Why? That's just weird. <laughs> Caitlin Ohashi, gymnast. She's fire from UCLA. Ronnie 2K, the marketing director at 2K Sports. Lil Rel Howery, the actor comedian. Asia Wilson from the WNBA. And Darius Miles, NBA legend. These got Darius Miles is not an NBA legend. <laughs> My, the thing I'm looking at just says former NBA forward. Okay. And Q, Q Rich is a former NBA guard. That's what they should be known as. <laughs> Right. On NBA.com, they put them as legends. Yeah, well, they got the podcast, I think, right? Yeah, that's what's probably their, why. What's their called? And then Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads? Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a cool podcast. Yeah. I will I'm say, excited. I hope Ronnie 2K gets dunked on. <laughs> There's no There's, one, no one yeah, can dunk. That's, that's what I'm, I'm looking at the roster. I'm like, Team Wilbon has no athletes. No, they don't. Like, they I, have I no mean, one I I've watched, ever seen. Unless, Dude, I watch the uh, Stephen Colbert, the, his late night show sometimes. Yeah. And maybe John Batiste is like 6'6". I don't know. He seems maybe tall. Yeah. Uh, but he also doesn't seem like an athlete, so I <laughs> I have no idea. Famous Lowe's played a little ball. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Shif, he's probably going to do his thing. He's like B-Dot, you know. He's going to get his like 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him play a little bit. I don't know. Those guys thrive in games like this. I don't know what to expect from Jadena. There's so many of these guys, I don't know what to expect from. <laughs> you know Chance is going to be garbage. Chance is garbage. But, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe he's the just captain. Cause, just because he's captain, he got Taylor in there? Yeah, Taylor? unbelievable. That's Cheeks. <laughs> and, I don't think Taylor is good at all either. Yeah, I mean... And they're both short. Quavo is just going to have to carry. Like It's going to be awkward. I think Kane Brown played basketball in high school, but you know that doesn't mean he's good. Yeah, um, I hope so, I hope somebody drops Ronnie Two K. As a matter of fact, because like you said, nobody's gonna dunk on him. But <laughs> I, I, hope I hope somebody Ohashi gets snaps a his ankles, bro. Hannibal Burris might be funny. <laughs> yeah, he probably will be. <laughs> he might be um, Cream E Bigums, <laughs> but not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious how much they're gonna play uh creamy bigums i hope be the well you mean how much they're gonna play him being trash yeah yeah if he's gonna be creamy bigums or if he's really gonna play i mean has he ever really played like it doesn't even seem like he really plays yeah i don't know i don't so that, that's gonna be funny man i guess i guess he can throw the game because they have quavo and quavo's better than everybody on team wilbon at least from what I know. They're missing. They needed a football player in this, man. Yeah, they did. Or or like or like a athletic. Like, J. Cole was fun because he could dunk. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. I hate that they don't do that. They don't have any... Like, I, I really wish they only put people who actually play basketball. Because I hate when people are out there and they're tired and they really don't want to play. But they came out here just to make the appearance and all that. Yeah. I'd rather them get, like, the guys who we know play, but, like, just don't play in the open, like, like, Neo and, um, uh, well, Bieber's played in it before, but 
you know, all the guys that we actually know like playing basketball. I, th- I thought this is what Drake was preparing for, to be honest with you. I thought this was this is what J. Cole was preparing for. I guess he was really preparing to sign with the Knicks. Yeah, I, I <laughs> don't know, man. This, this, is gonna be the, this is going to be trash, I feel like. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it is muscle. There's always something to see. Like, There's always a funny like meme or funny highlight. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be good. But the other thing is, well, I guess Creamy Biggums is funny, but not many of these guys are funny. That's the other thing that's kind of rough. Yeah, Com- like that's Common is like the most basic basketball player I could think of as far as rappers go. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Chance is much worse than Common. I've seen Chance miss a bunch of shots, but I've also seen Common miss a bunch of shots. <clears throat> But I've like common moves like he can play basketball a little bit. He's I mean he plays in this a lot. Right. That's he what I'm saying like most most of these games. Yeah, and he moves like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really cook, but that's that's why I'm saying he's so boring. Well, MVP goes to Quavo. Congrats. Early MVP. I wonder if Darius Miles can still fly. I doubt it. <laughs> Alright. Um He used to fly though, I get that. His he had crazy bounds for his height too. Um real quick, uh we're gonna get into more basketball. But um I wanted to hear your thoughts about um Miles Garrett being reinstated. I did I mean, see just, that. Just real quick, you know Yeah, to... yeah. I mean I think it's trash, honestly. You don't think he should be reinstated? Not yet. Okay. I think he should have missed half of this upcoming year. I think they should have. I think. I don't think he should have been reinstated like a week after the Super Bowl. Like at least. Oh, make, like deeper him, into the summer, maybe. Yeah, at least let him think about it. Like question whether he's gonna play or not. You know what I mean? Don't just come right out and be like, "Oh, well, the season's over, so you're good." Like he's out of timeout. That's yeah. what it feels like. Like, yeah, the season's over, so it's whatever. You know, the reason I give him another six games is so he could kind of, you know, fuck up the Browns season, like, a second time. <laughs> yeah. And that way, he doesn't just feel bad about, you know, what he did, and that way he feels responsible for fucking up the Browns, too. That's fair. Because, uh, I mean, you, honestly, I don't even want to talk about it because that pisses me, it still pisses me off that uh, the cheeky quarterback didn't get anything for that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, man, you can't you can't hit people with helmets, man. Like <laughs> clearly, yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. to me, the reason, like, I completely agree with you though. At least give him some time to reflect on it. My God. Yeah, because now, he, like, there's no reason to be guilty for the rest of the summer. He's going partying in the summer and stuff. Nah, I would have said, you know, this summer is gonna be miserable because. You're going to have to think about whether you're going to play or not. At least make him stew on it. Yeah, I ought to give him, man, maybe not six, maybe three or four games. i give him the first three. Right. First three, not including the preseason games, of course. Yeah. First three of the season. Anyway, um, and the team could still take action on him. So, you know, just because the league says he's reinstated doesn't mean the team has to. I'd be surprised. Okay. The Browns are too trash to do that. That's true, too. Yeah, because they would have been benched, you know, <laughs> for other reasons. But anyway, 
All right, to the league. Where do you want to start? You know, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, it's similar with what I said about Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, when it, when a player is balling, and, and I've just shitted on them in the past, I, I can man up and apologize. Who? Uh, Sabonis, man. Oh. <laughs> and I know it hasn't well. been it hasn't been like too long of a stretch. Yeah. But he has just looked he has looked like their definitive number one options since I said that I'm pretty sure he's not their number one option. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is with Oladipo back. This is with Brogdon still playing at a high level. Uh but watching them the last couple weeks, you could feel that they are uh he is their focal point. Right. They play through him, and a lot of their offense at, at least moves through him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, dude. He's you know getting a triple double, dude. I I never I've never seen him make good passes before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you know some of that probably could be Oladipo because he's a good leader, good unselfish guy. But, uh, but he... he's just been playing really well, man. I I just I don't really have any deep dive on it. It's just he's just been balling. Yeah, me and you were talking about leaders the other day, and Sabonis is definitely their um, He's energy emerging. leader. He's kind of emerging as their overall leader, to be honest. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, because he he definitely is one of those guys who can who can definitely um you know gauge the energy in the game, the emotions. You know, and you know, Oladipo Oladipo just plays ball. He's not that vocal. He's not that. Brogdon uh, is the same way. Right. And Sabonis is one of those guys. He's kind of an enforcer, more or less. And you need, really a, you need hard. a good mix of that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, I'm really curious about this Indiana team coming out of the All-Star break. Yeah. If they can keep their bench guys productive, the Lambs, the Holidays. I mean, Lamb in both Holidays. McDermott. You know, they got a really good shot. At yeah, they they got a somebody. They could definitely they might, surprise us. To be honest, victory. man, they should reduce Lamb's minutes going into the playoffs. <laughs> they they have to because of Oladipo. Well, like more so than they already have to be honest. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> he's just he was bad when he was getting Oladipo's minutes, and he's been kind of even worse in my opinion since. Who um. Who should play over him? McDermott? Get more minutes? Uh, I, I'd be fine with that. Okay. I think McDermott, if anything, has some size Yeah. that he could give you. And he has a little more firepower, I feel like, from the perimeter. Yeah, he's, you know, he's that, pretty much That's why. Down. That's why the smart pick would be to lessen T.J. Warren's minutes. Uh-huh. But T.J. Warren also could get you 30 on any night. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you gotta... That trade-off is... is I could live with that. Mm-hmm. But Lamb just has been bad. And he, he's like long, but he doesn't get steals. Mm-hmm. He's not a very good defender. I just don't know. He doesn't. He takes a lot of floaters and misses them all the time. Yeah, he doesn't take very good shots. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Okay. Marvin Williams to the Bucks. Do you like it? Not at all. No? I mean... You, I don't know, man. Is is Ilya Sova not a better version of him? <laughs> no, he's not. We we fundamentally disagree on on this one, dude. <laughs> I like Ilya Sova, but 
And to be honest with you, for me, it's more so I don't like Marvin Williams than I like Ilyasova. It's, I just think it's the age, and it might not even be age, but it's, it looks like an age thing. Because <laughs> Marvin isn't young, but he plays a lot younger than Ilyasova does. That's all it really is for how they play. I mean, I'll give you, you know, he'll, um, Williams could get like a ferocious dunk once a month. Uh, and some, you know, sometimes yeah. he attacks the rack and he finishes strong, but dude, he's never been consistent in his life. I need to see him play more games with, I need to see at least three games because I know in a given three games of Ilyasova, I'll see a charge and probably a hard foul, maybe a couple rebounds. And some shots. Dude, <laughs> your life is on the line. You're trusting Marvin Williams to hit five threes or Ilyasova? <laughs> um, I just haven't seen Marvin play in so long. And that's the like... thing. I've seen Ilyasova play. You're right. Like, I know exactly what I'm getting from Ilyasova. I don't and, know, and, man. You know, he's not a great... I'm not saying he's, like, you're the key to their depth. But they're not losing Ilyasova. So, uh, like, Marvin's not replacing him. So where are his minutes? Like, what? how are you playing him? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. He I don't can't know play small that. forward. No? He cannot do it. Well, then Greek Freak's out there. He just plays whatever Greek Freak isn't playing. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. That's what's nice about having Greek Freak. He plays three, four, and five, so yeah. he can just move. It'll be interesting. The one thing, the one exciting thing is, I think if anybody can figure it out, it's Budenholzer. Yeah, I mean, he figured out Marvin the first time. Right. So if you know that, that will be interesting to see. And I could be wrong. You know, Williams could come in there and and you know give him some big games, but. I just, again, I trust the guy that I've seen for years do exactly what he does. Yeah. Williams has been on a trash team for so long, and he's been inconsistent his entire career. Yeah. If you watch him play, and I, you know, I've I've seen him play over the years a lot of times, mm-hmm. but he's he never consistently shoots the ball well. Right. So it, I just I don't know, man. I just don't. I can't rely on him. That's fair. Especially because the Bucks are going to be in these, you know, big games. You got conference finals. They probably will be in the finals. You know, I've I've never seen Marvin Williams in that stage. Mm-hmm. And if anything, Ilyasova is too much of a vet to like be phased by any of that. Right. He's a he's a European guy. They usually don't. Uh, they don't get thrown off by pressure right yeah that's true that um 2015 atlanta hawks team should be on 2k they deserve to be in the legend team (laughs) marvin wasn't on it though Uh, another disagreement we have i'm joking i was messing with you okay cool (laughs) but um I, i like marvin on there i think they can use him i do think they lack depth when it comes to their forwards, because uh, who is that? DJ Wilson never. I don't they think. Never th- I disagree with you. I think Ilya Sova and Robin Lopez are enough. 
Robin Lopez. He's a center. That's their front court. No, I, I just said forwards. Just forwards. I mean, how many forwards do you need with Greek Freak? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they it, it look they it look pretty bad when is Ilyas. I don't like when Ilyasova and Robin Lopez are out there together. I'll give, that, I'll give you that. That's not a little, that Marvin. I, I would like that. that Marvin Williams' athleticism could boost that. Yeah, that that's what I mean. When they, they have their full bench in, they're right. bad, and it's Connaughton and Divincenzo. <laughs> Like they just look really bad. Yeah, Divincenzo's been a very mixed bag. He has, he has, but when they shuffle, where they have a mix of their starters and their bench is when they're really successful. They play really well. Right. Um. Okay. Oh, congratulations to the Greek freak on the newborn, by the way. Right. That that thing he said about Van Fleet was funny. What. He said uh, when Van Fleet had his kid uh, during the playoffs, he got hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he started making all his shots. Maybe that's going to happen to me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's a funny yeah. guy, man. <laughs> that is funny. Um, where do you want to go in the league? You said 76ers, right? Yeah, I mean, drama. Said- just drama. Endless drama going on over there. Yeah. The villain... What do you what do you think about his Batman quote? He's whack. I really don't like Embiid, man. I try to, but there's really nothing for me to like about him at this point. But um, do you think there's any credence to him in Miami? Like, do you think he really wants to go to Miami, or do you think he's just playing around? trolling I, I think he wasn't playing around to be honest okay he he seems like one of the few guys who would say that and actually mean it mm-hmm. uh so yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't completely disregard that mm-hmm. uh but like i just i hate that the, there's these outside factors that we gotta look at to almost distract us from the fact that he's just flat out playing like garbage. <laughs> yeah. And and it's and LeBron has mastered this a lot of the time. And I'm not even going to get into that, but uh some of these superstars like will get a lot of points and on the stat sheet it looks like they had a big game. Mm-hmm. But when they're letting their matchup go off or they're just flat out lazy, like you're infecting the rest of the team. Yeah, I mean, he played great against Chicago. <laughs> um, but was getting babied by five. Milwaukee. Uh, no, but <laughs> he was getting babied by Luke Cornett, who had his career high of twenty-five. Right th- let me tell you something. If you ever want to be considered the num the best center in basketball, you cannot let that happen. Luke Cornett, 25-2, and in a block. Bro, I mean, Jokic is immobile, and he doesn't let that shit like that happen. That's true. Like, are you kidding me? Dude, JaVale McGee comes out there with pride and stuffs other his matchup. That's true. To, I mean, Cornett, 25? Career high. Bro, you don't just, you don't just get, like... 
bro, 25 is a lot of points. It is. Like, that is, I don't care how much you had. Like, there is no excuse for that. He shot uh, 10 for 14, too. Easy buckets. 71%. Led the team in percentage. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Dude, I was in disbelief when you told me that. You know, <laughs> you sent me the message that he went out. I was like, dude, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> when I, when you said career high, I was like, oh, he probably had like 14 or 15 or something. Like, you know, he had, he had some fluke threes because they left him open. He's only scored more than that once in his whole professional career. Bruh. That means including the G League, which he had 31 once. Bruh. Every other time, he's never had more than 25. That That's... Mm. And he did it Anyway, on... man, that, that's just like... <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about what I what I meant to get to was I don't want to talk about this like do are they beat is Embiid and Simmons beefing does Embiid want to go elsewhere why is Horford talking at all uh, <laughs> why is he getting benched is that a good move like dude Embiid has got to play better he's um, got to play harder is, is that not even better like you just have to not play lazy they played the Clippers yesterday that was right yeah. Um, they beat him by seven. Embiid had a solid twenty-six and nine and two assists. And you're right, Horford did come off the bench. He only had nine points, six rebounds, three assists, two blocks. Um, they started Korkmaz, who played twenty-three minutes and had a staggering zero points, zero assists, one rebound. And one steal. In fact, he only took five shots in 23 minutes. Dude, when I told that you it totally looked like they were playing... That line. When I told you it looked like they were playing four on five on offense, he took five shots in 23 minutes? You're not... How do you do that? You're not getting away with, with playing guys like that in the playoffs. Glenn Robinson took... Two, he only played 12 minutes and took six shots. Mike Scott played five and took two. Come on, man. How is, how is your starter only taking five shots in 23 minutes and not making any? <laughs> not even getting an assist. That means he didn't even touch the ball, dude. It, like, he couldn't even swing it. You know, <laughs> I, I watched the first couple minutes of that game, by the way. And yeah. and, and uh, Zubac, I heard a lot of Zubac points. He, he those first seven. couple minutes they were early all his points were early he, he went three for three he didn't play that much though he usually doesn't yeah right because Montrez came in but he was seven and eight in 20 minutes you know from the just from the highlights uh, I will give uh I think Ben Simmons has played with a lot more urgency since this whole like beef situation has kind of been a thing yeah 26, 12, and 10, triple-double. He's, he's a lot more aggressive as far as how he talks to those guys. He seems like he's trying to get more out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like that moving forward. Yeah, I do too. Because, like, but but it, none of that matters if your starting center is playing lazy. And if your go-to guy is playing lazy. I mean, dude, if you're letting Cornette get 25... Think about how much Brooke Lopez is going to get. 
it, like, and that's Brook yeah. Lopez. I'm not. That's not Jokic. That's not you know whatever other tops. That's not Adebayo. Think about how much Adebayo is gonna get. Yeah, they won by seven, right? Yeah. And Embiid was his plus and minus was plus one. <laughs> Horford played. He played about the same minutes and was plus ten, and only had nine points. You have three times as many points as somebody, and you, Dude, you're only you're eight points I just, less on the plus minus. I don't understand. I don't know who to blame more for the fact that Embiid is holding the ball and and like stopping possessions so often. <laughs> yeah, man. Because it's see, it's is, starting to seem like they're they want to force it to him. And it's so it's so often that Embiid is the only person who takes a shot on the whole possession. And that's not good. As a center, no one in the league, no one else in the league plays that way. Like Jokic, I don't know if Jokic, I've ever seen Jokic come all the way up court, no one else touch the ball and him go straight to the back. Dude, he's like guaranteed to go into a dribble handoff. (laughs) Yeah. Like he, like somebody else touches the ball. Right. So every, every good center now has some of that in their game. Right. Like, Adebayo's not... You look at his numbers. He's not averaging a lot of points. No. Like, he, it's just... you got to be a playmaker, no matter what position you play now. Right. And when you have a team like theirs, when you have someone like Korkmaz, who's a good shooter, you have Tobias, who's a decent scorer, Richardson is a good scorer, you have Simmons, who's a really good cutter, by the way, and you got these guys, you know, guys on the bench who can hit baskets, get baskets... I mean, it just, they're not playing to their potential because of how much of a black hole he is. Clearly, they're not. I mean, because Dybul has been like a solid catch-and-shoot uh, option for them off the bench. And, and yeah. he's a really good defender. And we've seen what Burks can do. Burks came in, and I was watching, Burks came in instantly, like, as soon as he touched the ball, bucket. And then he only took... Three more shots the whole game. 14 minutes. You have to use these guys a little bit. And he a lot of times he was out there just running up and down the court because they were just running that, you know, Embiid pick and roll or Horford pick and pop or whatever. And Embiid has to know that just because you hit your first two threes doesn't mean you're going for like 10 threes that night. No. I never want to see him shoot more than five. <laughs> Everyone has, he never needs to take more than five. What is he, double digits? No, no, no. He didn't, he didn't take ten this game. I know, but, but he's, I'm saying he's done that, you know, prior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's just, like, chucking. Yeah. Like, dude, you, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's almost like they, they see that. He took ten against Milwaukee. Like, they see it, and they're trying to, like, force him post-ups. Dude, he took 11 on Orlando. <laughs> 11 threes against Orlando, and they lost by one. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> the, the problem is obvious at this point. Like, There's really only three centers in the entire NBA that should ever even think about taking 11 threes and they should probably still shouldn't but to think about it it's only about three and i probably 
it would be hard for me to even name the three. And they better be hot, too. Cause Lopez, only if Brooke Lopez gets hot. He's the only one. Yeah, if he gets real hot, that's it. Anthony Davis, if you call him a center, I, if he takes 11, makes 6, I'm cool with that. He got to make 6, though. No, Nothing under 6. <laughs> I mean, if he's... If he's five for ten, I don't want him taking that eleventh one. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Yeah, fifty percent. I don't know. I, I'm getting like too too deep into it. That's just yeah. nitpicky on me for me, but mm-hmm. I just don't like, dude. These guys are such dominant inside players, and they're playing to their weakness. Not maybe not weakness, but like the second tier aspect of your game. Yeah. That's what the defense wants you to do. Right. Towns is another one who just chucks threes. Yeah, he does. Uh, completely. Huh. I mean, he's soft, so that that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. And Beat isn't soft. Like, I'll give him credit, you know. He settles, but I don't think he's soft at all. Yeah, I don't think he's soft. Yeah. That's one thing I, I wouldn't... That's one criticism I wouldn't give him. Yeah. Um, I, w- I do want to give a shout out to Ben Simmons because I think Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons got like a clean one-on-one possession on Kawhi I mean he was locking Kawhi up man it was crazy he had him flustered losing the ball making bad passes he was forcing Kawhi to make turnovers he didn't guard Kawhi the whole time and usually when Kawhi did score it was off a pick um, by somebody, but when Ben was really on an island with him, I was impressed. I was seriously impressed. And I was just like, man, if someone else could handle the ball on the team to the point where like, um, where if Ben forced a turnover, he could just run. They could be scary. They don't have that. Dude. I think, I think if he could be a consistently elite defensive player, yeah. especially going into the playoffs. Like, if you could put him on Giannis and get away with it, if you yeah. could put him on Jimmy Butler and get away with it, Tatum or Brown, you know, whoever for Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I think they could overcome all the, the flaws that we've talked about for a lot of, you know, like three or four episodes now. Yeah, I think so too. I I also, yeah. Uh, but it, to be honest with you, even I, I still don't think they could overcome Embiid's laziness. Because honestly... Um, Simmons is like the only small forward on the team, like solid small forward. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of, kind of small forward. They play it, but they probably shouldn't be. But Simmons is like truly the only true small forward on the team, and it shows on offense. Um, and on defense, he doesn't have the freedom because when he gets a turnover, he has to come to the ball, and then no one's running. Yeah. And. And then they have to go to Embiid when they come up court because the transition is ruined. So, they're missing some things. I'm telling you, man, if, dude, if Ben Simmons plays elite bo- basketball, like, all throughout the playoffs, and Embiid is, you know, inconsistent and taking hella threes and, and not playing with consistent effort, yeah, I'm getting him out of there. Yeah, you know, and I've been hesitant to make that call. I'll, I'll probably still be hesitant in the off season to make that call. Mm-hmm. But if if I see what I've been seeing these last like week or two, is yeah. no question who I'm getting rid of. 
I mean, there's these teams you can make a haul for him, man. Right. A haul. Right. I mean, you telling me Charlotte, you wouldn't take five of those young guns on Charlotte? Or five of them from Sacramento? You really need just, like, three. Yeah, you only need three, but I'd take five if you give them to me. You know? I mean, and it depends what three I get. But you don't want to take, like, Batum, you know what I mean? Right, no. So you got to be careful with how you... (laughs) How you build that package. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But you give me, like, the young... You give me a Graham, a P.J. Washington, Bridges, and, you know, Terry Rozier. Oh, yeah, take him. That's fine. It, yeah. And the thing is, their team, they have... Their starting five is good, but it it's just not the right starting five. And if you throw Tobias in there with Embiid... Oh yeah, they can get the king's ransom for those two for That's sure. Such, oh my god, I can't imagine anybody taking on Tobias Harris's contract. Hey, we gonna we gonna come back to that contract choice. in two years and just sigh and how pathetic, like awful it is. I'd take everyone but Fox from Sacramento because I'm <laughs> sure they would. <laughs> not not because I you know I like Fox. I know, I'm saying because yeah. they just wouldn't need Fox and right. Sacramento wouldn't give up Fox. Right. They couldn't. And they got a couple of sleeper, uh, like, wing guys that I'm curious to see what they would look like, you know, on a better run team. Yeah. Like, I think Justin Jackson is a guy who I'm curious to see elsewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. And I don't think, you know, he's not very good right now, to be honest. Right. Uh, yep. I think Bogdanovich is another guy. Take Bogdanovich and Buddy. Yeah, and Bogdanovich and... and to a lesser degree, buddy, they're a couple like they're playmakers. Yeah, that's Give what like Bogdanovich. Tobias Harris. That's what he is not. <laughs> Give me Bialitsa, Bagley, Bogdanovich, and Buddy. I'm set. We're going straight to the championship with Philly, with that team they have. Just lose Embiid. Everyone keep everyone else. Come on, man. You telling yeah, me they man. wouldn't be top three in the East? I. It's hard for me to think not. To be honest. That's, anyway, that's very interesting. What else we got for? Did we talk about the Iguodala trade? No, because that happened like right as we finished our ep- last episode. Okay, um, so it happened. He's played what one, two games, I think. Two, I think. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I do think him and Crowder in the same lineup. Their uh, defensive lineup is insane, dude. They <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Like they they could get in their bag and like play the way they play through Adebayo is really interesting to me. Yeah, it is. Uh cuz it's not like it's kind of like a cheap ripoff of Jokic. <laughs> like the way Jokic plays, but it's at the same time it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Cuz Adebayo is like like mostly a power player. Yeah, and he's a, more of a um he's a better first step. Yeah, much better. Yeah, and if he's you're not very there, like he's going up. I, I don't know, man. It's just really interesting to see. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I do see a lot of the people that talk about Miami seem to think that scoring will be a problem for them in the playoffs. Scoring as far as like a lot of points. Or yeah, scoring. But like that's in the that's the, my thing is like they have too many veterans for me to doubt them in in the clutch. Yeah, yeah. 
Dragic has to be a consistent, like, kick-out guy. But that's my thing is him coming off the bench makes him play better. It does. It makes him play to more of what he is. Yeah. Which is kind of like a... He's a six-man, really. Like Yeah. I think he's a... But I just mean, like, his scoring style is very aggressive. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, Spark pluggy. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of, like, he carries, if you want to put a maybe a weaker offensive lineup out there, he can kind of carry the shot selection almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, crowd, it, it's it's going to come down to them spacing the floor. Yeah, it is. Uh, but that's to me, is, like, the most, the easiest problem to have. Them spacing the floor and then, you know, them having some... I think they may need one more inside presence with Adebayo, maybe. Well, they have um, Myers Leonard, but I don't know. I, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be good. I oh, think they're good. I, I like Olenek in there with him at times. Yeah, and they they need uh, everyone to get healthy eventually. Yeah, but before but I can they really have so gauge, many, they have so many interchangeable guys, man. They do, yeah. Uh, and getting rid of waiters, man, is is. Justice Winslow, who kind of was a, he didn't really fit there. Yeah. Uh, and to add guys like Crowder and Iguodala, who are like, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, not that they needed more toughness, but I mean, think about having Kendrick Nunn, like Crowder, Iguodala, Jimmy Butler, and uh, Adebayo out there. Straps. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and there's so many guys you can interchange in that lineup and keep it functioning really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're one of the few teams that could really go five in, five out and still be really solid. Oh, yeah. And Derek Jones Jr.'s length is just is Yeah, all their crazy. guys have, like, a knack for contributing in the best way they can. Mm-hmm. Like, Duncan Robinson stays, like, having random hot street games. Yeah. Which is exactly what they need from him. Uh, Jimmy Butler will get to the line 15 times when, when they're struggling to score. Uh, Adebayo will get 10 assists every now and then. Dragic will get you 20 points. Like, they have so many options. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it, I, I trust Iguodala just in that mix. I don't know exactly what it, would, what it will look like in the playoffs yet. But Iguodala is enough of a veteran and a good enough player for me to trust him. Yeah, I'm with you on that, for sure. Yep. All right. What else we got? Anything else for the league? Um, I will say Bradley Beal's been averaging 35 since getting snubbed from the All Star game. <laughs> he might. He might. Uh. Well, I don't think anyone's gonna get hurt at this point, but. I mean, I was gonna say he might sneak on there. It's probably because he's he knows he's gonna get a nice long rest. <laughs> if you were him and someone did get hurt, would you take their place? Yeah, you take it you more so, like Jimmy? more so for the fans. I'd be selfless, you know. To me, I don't know if those. I mean, obviously those guys understand, but there's so many people that root for you. Yeah, that things like that, like I, I it's more so as a fan that I want to see him in the All Star game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, I would take it if I was him. Okay. All right. Um, you want to transition? 
Uh, yeah, let's get into some music. All right, I'm gonna play my gym first this time. Uh, this is off the No Face No Case tape by uh, True and Two Chains. This is Woo uh, by Sleepy Rose. Sleepy Rose. Um, that was pretty good. Since yeah, yeah, man. You, you got me curious. Uh, now I want to hear about it. <laughs> All right, I'll start with that. Um, so yeah, I listened to the No Face No Case tape by True T R U and Two Chains, which is I guess is. I was not um, expecting this. His mini label, yeah, I, I wasn't either. I've never heard of anyone on here other than Two Chains. Um. All right, so <laughs> Two Chains isn't in every song, obviously, because he went in that one. But um, I gotta say, he has a lot of talent on here, man. He really does. And I'm not saying he's gonna have a bunch of like a Wu Tang kind of team, but these guys are—they're very—they're all different, and they're good in their own way. Um, that was Sleepy Rose. 
the other one, uh, Schooly, he kind of has like the auto tune. He seems he sings a lot of the hooks and stuff. Um, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was very interesting, and I like that he had the names because I could really. Like, as it went through, I could see who I liked and who I didn't like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, cause and you knew was... who it was. Right. Yeah. No shots uh, and... Right. And then the first couple songs, he kind of separates them. So, like, you see who is who. Because, like, um, the first one had everyone in it. Then it went to just 2 Chains and Schooly, then Schooly, then just Sleepy Rose. Then it just had NLE, Choppa, and Hot Locked. Then it just went to Whirl and 2 Chains. Then it was just Hot Locked. So everyone got like their own time to shine, okay. which I liked. So you could say, oh, okay, I hear him in this, but like this is his song and so on. The song with Quavo was tough. Um, I got to say, the last couple songs that were like 2 Chains heavy, I think it was... After the Quavo song and down, it got it got a little rough because it sounded like Two Chains was trying to like get into their style, and it I didn't like it. But up until then, man, I I liked pretty much everything on here. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Maybe not songs I'll like play for, you know, over and over, but I definitely enjoyed it. I could hear anything on here in a shuffle and be cool with it. So I got you. Yeah. That's kind of two chains' uh, pocket as far as like just him as an artist. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's interesting that he has talent on here, man. It reminds me a lot of Dreamville. At least it's put together significantly better from what you're telling me. Yeah, it's definitely put together better. And uh, um, yeah. I, I'm gonna check it out, man. I it, you know we got a lot of stuff coming this this weekend, so. Uh, but I'll have it. I have it downloaded, so I'll I'll eventually get to it. Yeah, this weekend's gonna be crazy. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Um. All right, which one you want to go to next, Denzel? Yeah, let's talk about him. All right. Uh, you know this 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 little EP or album, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Unlocked. This kind of was exactly what I expected it to be. And uh-huh. I say that in a good way. Okay. And, and that kind of goes to how good of an artist I think Denzel Curry is, how good of a rapper he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his style is really fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not... Like, I just think... It's not necessarily that he's that great of, like, a wordsmith, but he flows really well on the beats that he goes on. Yeah, he does. Uh, and, and Kenny Beats understood that, and that's why this project is fun. Has Kenny Beats been on anything like big that not, you know of? Not that I know. Okay, okay. But yeah, man, I liked pretty much every track. I mean, you know, I didn't really like the intro because it was it wasn't really a song, but mm-hmm. uh, or the other like interlude type of thing. But this the tracks on here, man, I, I thought were all really good. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what did you think? I didn't um, I didn't listen to all of it because I I just didn't have time to. But from what I heard, I think I stopped at Diet, and um, it's nice, man. I mean, Denzel, he's he's like making, he's finding a way to be 
to fit in but be unique at the same time. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Cause like you, you could see the lane he's in, but he's still himself in that lane, and, and um, that's special. I mean, cause I, I hear a lot of people who are just another somebody else. Right. You could say, but I don't. I don't really so say many that guys him. like that. Yeah, I can't say that about him, and I like that. He's also got that J Rock quality of like he's gotten better and better and better. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I I love seeing that man. Yeah. Yep. That's great to see from an artist. I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah, I wonder um I wonder if he's done for the year when it comes to releasing music. Mm. I'm curious to see. Um I mean Zoo kind of just came out. So. Yeah, early in last summer. Yeah, so maybe he's working. Maybe he works a lot. That's yeah, cool. Maybe he's one of those money bag types. Yeah. He's got like three projects a year. Yeah, him and Gucci. I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised because one thing, all of his stuff, all of Denzel's stuff has been pretty short. Yeah. Uh, which actually I really like because you kind of get through it and you, it doesn't kind of drag. So you end up missing hearing him kind of earlier, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think, I think we'll get something from him. Yeah, me too. All right. We'll run through these quick because they were short too. Uh, Haley Williams. Yeah, another short EP. I checked Lead that out. singer of Paramore. Yeah, and I don't know what made me want to check this out, but I just kind of caught my eye, I guess. Mm-hmm, what'd you think? Uh, it's funny, the first time, I listened to this a bunch, because uh, on Monday I had a lot of driving to do, and I just had it playing over and over. Mm-hmm. Dude, the first time I heard it, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this sucks. Like, this shit is boring. <laughs> Uh, I don't really like her, like, she kind of goes slow and fast and high energy and low energy. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really like the way she did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, the second time I listened to it, I, I liked the opening track a little bit. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then tough. third and fourth time I'm listening to it, Cinnamon really grew on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and then you know, once I got like six, seven, eight times into it, and it's eighteen minutes long, so if you, if you got like an hour long drive, you can get through it three times, right? Uh, and like honestly, all these songs like continue to grow on me as I listen to it more and more. <laughs> and you you don't listen to Paramore, you said? Not really, no. I've heard them here and the, there, but they're the same way for me, honestly. It, the more I listen to their songs, the more I end up liking them. But yeah, go ahead, keep going. I, I just all the stuff on here grew. I, I I really like how the like leave it alone kind of slows the the whole project down, but then yeah. Cinnamon builds it back up, and it's like a slow build as far as the song goes. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because it's right in the middle. And uh, I thought Creepin' was a little corny, but I didn't mind it because it picked up the energy. Yeah. Uh, in the last track, uh, the hook is is really good. Yeah, it is. It uh, is. So this this is a fun like I, you know I don't have much to say beyond that, but I would say if you didn't like this the first time you heard it, give it a couple extra chances. Yeah, that's uh, fair. So, but this was fun, man. This this is a good five track EP. She showed she showed some versatility, which is hard to do in five tracks. It is, and it's hard to do in her genre, right. like her her lane and. You know, she's 
a very personal singer. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like her lyrics kind of she writes her lyrics with the intent of like you really feeling them. And right. I, I appreciated that in songs like Leave It Alone, Sudden Desire. Um, and it, I mean, I liked everything on here too. And I was pretty much the same way. The first time, I liked Cinnamon and I liked Simmer. And that was really it. And then I listened to it uh, three times, I think. Or no, four times. And after the third time, on the third listen, I, I started really liking the other songs. And by the last listen, I'm like, this is really just a solid EP. Right. And this is Pedals for Armor 1, so I assume uh, Pedals for Armor 2 is coming. Or, you know, I assume at least an album is coming. Yeah. And I really, I'm a Paramore fan. Um, I've always liked Paramore pretty much since I was uh, in middle school. But, um. The B.O.B. Just, days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since, uh. I actually bought their one of the first albums I remember buying with my own money, uh, the Paramore Riot album. But um, I'm glad to see her finding her own lane. And I don't think that she's leaving Paramore. I'm not sure why she released solo stuff. But um, it's probably a little easier to do when it's five tracks. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if part two was also like something small, just another five track. Yeah, it probably will be. Because when I saw the promo for this, she was saying, Haley, I'm Haley Williams from Paramore, and this is my new music. So she's not branching off of Paramore, you know? So I guess she just wants to do her own thing for a second. More to kind of what you said about the, like, she, the genre. Yeah. Is she did what, uh, what was for me missing from Halsey's album and. Ke- uh, to a lesser extent Kesha's album mm-hmm. like she mixed pop and it's like it's not quite R&B but it's kind of that you're kind of heading in that direction yeah and she mixed that very well to me yeah I agree and that, the other two albums I mentioned didn't do that very well mm-hmm. because like she doesn't she kind of slows down to let her voice carry the song but that doesn't continuously happen for the either the entire track or for the majority of the track mhm uh so i really liked how this album like i said it was just it was versatile yeah uh, so it was, this yeah. was fun man i would recommend this to pretty much anybody honestly yeah definitely and recommend multiple listens all right. Um, what else? Did you listen to anything else? Those those were the only two for me. Can't go right. on low off of Lil Wayne, to be honest. <laughs> right. I uh listened to "Meet the Woo" two by Pop Smoke, and um I listened to my whole family's from New York. By the way, I listened to a lot of. Uh, New York podcasts and a lot of my a lot of the stuff like a lot of the news I hear is like New York based mm-hmm. I guess like my news from the streets I guess gotcha. um, so <laughs> I heard about Pop Smoke a lot I heard you know he was hard 
you know, they had to cancel one of his shows because they were afraid of the gang violence. Um, I heard he had a huge hit of taking over, uh, ties with Takashi. I've heard that. I don't know if that's accurate, but I heard that. It's like, okay, well, you know, whatever. Another one of those. Just the streets are boosting up. He's really not talented. You know, that happens all the time. Um, but, so when I saw Meet the Woo 2 came out, I was like, oh, maybe I should check this out. Because uh, you never know. I might be surprised. And man, I was, I was blown away, man. Wow, is that good? <laughs> this thing might be flawless. Honestly. It's, and it's hard. I mean, I was I was shocked because I was expecting to not like any of it, or at least I was like mm, maybe one or two songs. Like most of the real hard trap albums are, at least for me, mm-hmm. I'm usually like maybe two songs that are, you know, they're bouncy or something like that. I got you. I didn't I didn't listen to the deluxe because the deluxe came out today, so I'm not talking about the deluxe. I didn't hear the last. Like I guess it's five songs on the deluxe, so I'm only talking about the album. Um, thirteen songs, and and I, I didn't know most of the features. The Quavo one I knew, of course. A Boogie I knew, but Little TJ I, I think I've heard him on a song, but I wouldn't recognize him if I heard him again. Fivio Foreign, never heard of him, but man, dude, <laughs> uh, I I liked. A lot of stuff on here. I think I might have liked everything. Mannequin was probably my favorite. Uh, I liked Shake the Room with Quavo as well. And uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. I don't want to say I'm speechless, but I'm shocked. I'm impressed. That's all. I'm impressed. I liked it a lot. That's surprising, man. I, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> dude it, it is it's hard i really wanted to play i wanted to play something off there as my um as my gym but you know i, w- I went with the two chains but i was gonna play mannequin yeah I, I liked it man i really did i've listened to it uh two times straight like right away as soon as i finished listening to it i was like yo maybe i'm tripping maybe it's the mindset i'm in right now let me let me play that again because you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes if you think something is fire the first time, especially when it's the first time you've ever heard the artist, you're like, oh yeah, I was just, it was just new to my ears, but not, no man, I liked it, I liked everything, I really did. I can tell by the way you're talking about it, how surprised you are. <laughs> I was surprised, dude, because I heard, I heard some snippets of stuff, and I was like, eh. That's alright. That's kind of corny. And some of it is corny. He says some really crazy lines. 2 chain esque lines. Lines that, like, because he's saying it, it sounds cool. But if someone said that to me in public, it would be really corny. It would be dumb. You know what I mean? And Amigos, they do it too a lot. Right. But, um... Yeah, man. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's awesome. I'm definitely checking that out. Yeah, I liked it, man. I I would recommend it to anyone who is open to trap, open to hard music. Yeah. Yeah, Pop Smoke. He might be it, man. He might be next up. If people listen to this, 
that's the thing. I haven't heard anyone like really hype the album up. Not anyone important. I mean, I haven't heard it on you know social media or anything. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Did you listen to anything else? Uh, no. That's it. That's all I listened to. Those four or yeah, three and a half. So what we got coming up this weekend? That we Beebs. know. Uh, Beebs, what else? A boogie. Is a boogie coming? Yeah, artist two. Oh yeah. Two point Excuse me. Yeah, that's fire. I'm ready. Boogie, boogie's been uh, very quiet last like year or so. Yeah, he got a his verse on Pop Smoke's album is nice. Yeah, he's been kind of a mixed bag with features, but I, I'm curious to see what he got. Yeah. But Bieber. Bieber's gonna dominate what I'm listening to this upcoming weekend. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see anyone else that I was looking for. You know, I was comparing how uh, the the first month of the year, like the first month and a half last year, yeah, versus this year, yeah, and the difference is night and day. How good music is this year? Yeah, man. What we had Boogie last year. Right? Well, Boogie was like December. Oh, okay. T Pain? T Pain was, was an year? early one. Yeah. Uh, Offset was an early one. Yeah, yeah. And those were really the big two that, that I remember. And they were both, they were good. Both good. But yeah, this, this is this, something this else. This year so far has just been so exciting. It has. Like, big stuff has just dropped out of the blue. And then we got, like, on top of that, we have a bunch of stuff that we've been anticipating coming. And small, really fire EPs. Yeah, just good know? music coming out. A lot of consistent projects too. Yeah, I mean Wayne just. Said He's a whole fire. separate bag, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wayne might make this whole year better than last year <laughs> alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, there's some really good sounding um, soundtracks this year. I'm surprised. The Birds of Prey soundtrack was nice. I listened to. Uh, I mean, I didn't really have anything to say about it because it's not like I don't. It's nothing to really to critique, you know. Um, yeah. But I listened to that. I listened to the Photograph soundtrack. That was nice. I listened to. I think the Queen and Slim soundtrack was last year, but I enjoyed that too. Mm-hmm. The soundtracks are coming back pretty solid. Yeah. Is there any music news? Not really. I noticed, uh, I didn't see the episode, but uh, Nicki Minaj had the radio show with 50 Cent on there. Mm. That was kind of wild. Apparently, they're, uh, it'll, be, it'll be cool to see them do a track together. <laughs> yeah. I, the only thing, I would... it's, it's like, uh, it's a very sleeper combo. Yeah. Kind of like you said uh, about, what's his name, Graham? In the three-point contest. Like, I think it could be <laughs> yeah. super fire, but I also think it'd be complete garbage. Right. I'm with you on that. So. Um, You see that... Uh, uh, y... N.W. Melly might be getting cleared on all charges. I don't care. <laughs> Not a good enough artist for me to care. <laughs> but bro, he... <laughs> admitted in a song how he was gonna kill his best friend and he's getting free 
the I world know, is wild crazy man. crazy stuff going on it's really crazy i don't even know like super wild um Eminem's Grammy performance. I mean, Oscar performance. Yeah, let's let's take a break and come back because I got a movie we could talk about, and then uh, we could talk about some Oscar stuff. All right, all right, all right. I'll play your uh, I'll play your gem. Right. You want to talk about it? No, just a good track from. Uh, as I mentioned a bunch of times, my favorite album last year. Yeah, fire album, Hotel Diablo. This is um. What what, what song did you want again? Waste Love. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Waste Love featuring Madison Love. Woke up and you wasn't next to me this morning. Saw a yellow cab drive you down the street on Broadway. Wish I could erase the mistakes that I made, I'm sorry Wanted me to chase you inside, but the house too haunted I tried to get away with the worst, this time you caught me Tried to find a place for the words so I can say sorry It's so shitty how I waste love I know it's shitty how I waste love Come on every night I'm wasted, 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 wasted It's getting hard to fake how I feel when your face still taunts me I know it's hard to fake how you feel, do you not still want me? How'd you run away from the place you To myself, though, go ahead and blame this on me. You tried to get away with the worst this time. I caught you. Tried to make you stay with my words, but this time I lost you. So shitty how you waste love.
right, that was MGK. Race love. What do you want to get into? Uh, let's talk about the Oscars first. Okay. Uh, did you watch any of it? I watched some of it, yeah. But I and I looked at all the winners too. Be honest, I think the show is trash. To be honest, I could I probably said this last year. Yeah. Uh, but I just I hate it's so boring, dude. And that's why I didn't watch the rest of it. It's, it's <laughs> so hard to get into that first like three hours. Yeah. Uh, where it's just so many categories that you don't care about except the supporting actors. Mm-hmm. And supporting actors is the one you probably like the most. Like I don't know, I never really have a pick for that for those awards. Because mm-hmm. uh, supporting actors, like a lot of that is subjective and and just how much the actor was featured. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did, I thought Brad Pitt winning was pretty awesome though. Yeah, it was. I thought it was kind of one of the better highlights of the show. I thought his speech was nice. I liked how he kind of used the platform for something that he cares about. Yeah. Uh, and he shouted out his kids at the end, which was nice. Mm-hmm. That's it? I mean, what what did you think? I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting corny. Very. I think it's the thing is they took. They're not picking like what they want to be. Do you want to be elegant or do you want to be like every other award show? And I feel like they're trying to like straddle it, and it is making it messy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, first of all. Eminem has no business being at the Oscars of how I imagine it to be, where it's like a Mount Olympus kind of thing, where like it's all the greats are meeting in the same place. And then they make it casual by, um, you know, they make it casual by people like Eminem. No offense to him, though, but they make it casual by the presenters and it is it's gotten goofy over time um and but then they still want to be elegant and still want it to be exclusive and it just doesn't feel exclusive it, yeah man it it needs some like complete revamping in my opinion it's not going to get it right but that's I, that's where the problem is yeah and it's you know the words are just kind of crazy sometimes the I, you know, I don't like when I know who's going to be nominated already sometimes. Like, I almost wish they didn't say that until it happened. Yeah. Until they showed up there. Right. Because a lot of these, I don't, I don't even have to see all of these to know who won, who would win a lot of these. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I knew Joker was going to win the best actor. You knew Joker was going to win. I mean... Some of the, you know, the 1917 stuff they won, Parasite, and, and sometimes with Best Picture, it's always like the... The one surprise? Yes. I hate the that they you, do that. The one you never, no one has seen. Not, I've seen, I mean, I haven't seen Parasite, but I know a lot of people who have because of the hype. Yeah, that director is lit, the, though. He is. He, he's a but good before one. Before the hype, before the hype, like... It being on this list, I knew. I was like, okay. It's on the list because it won. 
That's why it's on the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because all these other ones are, you know, more famous, more uh, notable, I guess. Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. All the award shows are getting really, really bad. Getting really boring. stale. They're stale. And I guess it's because of society now where we want stuff quick. Right. And they're not letting it come quick. It's still a slow thing. It's still long. It's still so much downtime. Uh, you know. Dog, they got to stop cutting the commercials like they're a damn playoff game. Or like a NFL playoff game. Yeah. My God, dude. They go to commercials in between every award. I think it should be commercial-less. They got, yeah, man. Honestly, that, that would... And I know that's probably never going to happen, but... It's, that's that would make it so much easier to watch. Yeah, and there's, there's some stuff like why is makeup and hairstyling an award? I couldn't tell you. I mean, they. I mean, why isn't an Oscar? Is what I should say. Because if someone said, "Yo, man, I won," if you say, "Hey, what are your accolades?" Well, I won an Oscar for best makeup and hairstyling. Like it's not. That holds no value to me. And every other Oscar but that one does. <laughs> Which, you know... Again, no disrespect to the people who do makeup and hairstyling. But I think it's weird that it's at the Oscar. I think they should have their own awards. And, um... I don't, I don't know, man. This is weird. This is, all, this is a weird thing. They can't commit between, like... Do they just want to make a regular Oscar... Like, a award show... Or can they just make, like, an award show for, you know, the movie nerds, like, movie, like, real movie fans? Right. Because it's like, to me, the casuals aren't really watching it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess they are to see the big names, but, it, like, like you said, casual people don't know some of these movies. Mm. And, like, dude, how many people know what cinematography even is? Like, I, I've heard of it, and I know a little bit about it, because... Again, I like I kind of w- care about movies a little bit more than the average person. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people don't like sound design. Like, how? Who knows that shit? Except the 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 people in in that field. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm with you. And what does production design mean? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Best costume design and. Best costume design seems like it's such a, like, preference, you know? Yeah. And movies aren't equal, so, like, how do you, how do I compete if I made a movie about, in, you know, the Day of the Dead in Mexico, and you made a movie about Eskimos, how are we going to compete on the costumes? Yeah, how is the criteria the same between all these movies, like? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's, I don't. I don't get how you can compete between the Joker and Little Women. Like I didn't make any women's costumes. Like, of course you're gonna win. You know. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's just. Uh, yeah, man. I think the Oscars are cool. It's cool to win one. Congratulations to everyone who did. But it's clear that the Oscars need some revamping. Less and less people watch it every year. Who hosted it? Uh, like Chris Rock and and somebody else. Chris Rock. Come on, man. 
Billie Eilish was there? <laughs> why was Billie Eilish there? Hey, man, this might be a hot take, but why was Martin Scorsese there? <laughs> he he didn't clearly didn't couldn't w- stay awake long enough for the show to finish. <laughs> the utter distress, yo, man. And I, you know, Eminem's performance was better than it seemed with the memes and shit. Yeah, because there were people like the the crowd did get hyped. They got loud along with the song. Yeah, Brad was hyped, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were like singing along, like more people than you would expect out of that crowd. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I think that a lot of that is just because it's such a common workout song. Yeah. Uh, not to like disrespect Eminem because he did win an Oscar for it. You know. A decade and a half ago, yeah. Um, and he's white, but yo, man, they, they know. No, nah, but they Sc- know the song. Scorsese is disrespectful, man. He is one of the most ignorant individuals <laughs> I've ever like, I've ever seen in the entertainment you think industry. You fell asleep to be to be a jerk. I think he's an asshole, man. <laughs> yo, how dare you fall asleep? When you made probably the most boring movie in the room. That's true. And the fact that it got nominated, like, it did not deserve any nominations. And I know I'm biased because I didn't finish it. But, dude, <laughs> all I see is th- that movie think- getting roasted for being too long, too boring, too dragged out, and just too, like, lame. I don't think multiple people from the same movie should be nominated for the same award. Like, why is Al and Joe Pesci both yeah, man, Best Supporting was, Actor? Was... And Joe Pesci was barely in the movie, by the way. I mean, he was in it, but neither one of them were really in it that much. Honestly. You got a gangster movie with all A-listers. How are you not going to be an Oscar-nominated performance? Right. Scorsese Scorsese managed to make that boring, I might add. Yeah. Like, it's like the worst time. Like, for him to say Avengers aren't real movies and then to sleep through the awards show. Like, dude, how are you going to get disrespectful when you just put out probably your worst movie? (laughs) You saw 1917, right? Yeah. Did it deserve better visual effects than Lion King, Avengers Endgame, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Okay. I think so. It was more real. Oh, right, yeah. Now, you know, with, with those other options, it's like more kind of fantasy, so it's tough to gauge. Yeah. And that goes back to just the criteria being different. Right. But you felt the setting start to finish in 1917. That makes sense. Like, you didn't have to have the setting be space every scene of the movie in mm-hmm. Star Wars or you know, battle in Avengers the entire time. Uh, <laughs> right. In 1917, they were in in the war, like, from the start of the movie to the finish of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked really good. Okay. But Anything I did... Um, nothing else from the awards. Okay. Uh, I did go see Birds of Prey. Uh, Harley Quinn, new movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. it should have been called Harley Quinn, I might add. Mm-hmm. But that is really my only criticism, if that is even a criticism. Uh, because this movie, and just like all of the DC solo movies have been lately, 
they don't t- it doesn't take itself too seriously mm, okay this movie is fun it doesn't really deep dive into harley quinn like maybe you would have wanted uh mm-hmm. like as you know as kind of how her psyche is and what kind of person she is so it's not really an origin story movie no okay but but the movie is fun and it moves in on like a not not like the gentleman fast but but at a pretty good pace okay there's never really a moment that kind of drags there's never really a moment you don't that that maybe is kind of boring Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the characters have fun with it. They all do a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, another another one of those superhero movies that didn't really flush out the villain at all. Uh, but they what had a lot mean? of characters to balance, which is kind of, I guess, where my criticism comes from. That they didn't really need the birds of prey necessarily. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because they're not like they really have a small part to play. And I don't want to like spoil anything, but but I I do think it's a good movie. Okay. I just don't don't have prior expectations going into it. Mm, okay. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, man. It's got a lot of little like DC Easter eggs in there. They mention a lot of like Batman characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Black Black Mask is like a tip, typical uh, Batman villain. So. Hmm. And and Ewan McGregor does a good job, man. He's been doing a good job the last couple months showing his uh, versatility. Hmm. Yeah, I'm glad he's I'm glad he's acting more. Yeah, because he takes a lot of breaks. Seems like. Um, okay. Are you gonna check it out in theaters? Yeah, I plan to. Uh, I will say the action sequences in this movie are theater worthy. Oh yeah, they are they are badass. Okay. Alright, that's cool. Yeah, man. I'm down. Alright, anything else? Uh, That's it as far as movies go. Uh, I haven't really watched anything new, like, shows-wise. Yeah, me either. Oh, I, s- I did start watching... Um, I started watching The Outsider on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, I think it's Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Stephen King might be the GOAT for... Like uh, author to TV stuff. There's so many, and they're most of them are good. I don't know about most of, of them. A lot of them are good. Some of them don't make it second season. So some of them I think are good enough for a second season, but like, I understand why the public doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I get why they don't make it a second season, but I still would like to see a second season of some of them. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um. It's good. It's good. I'm only like three episodes in, so I I don't think the first season has finished yet. HBO really getting in their bag with a lot of the stuff they've been doing. They are. It's impressive. They're single-handedly... Well, that's not fair because there are a lot of like good Showtime shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're kind of carrying the whole premium channel label. Yeah. And honestly, to me, and the whole like payment structure for like cable and all that stuff is it's kind of whack uh but premium channels to me are worth it if you're like a fan of tv yeah like if you watch shows if you're a show buff dude those those shows are like movies oh yeah man so yeah they're so like so detailed so 
Like the characters are so flushed out. They're paced so well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Except the final season of Game of Thrones, but we'll let that slide. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's worth it, man. Yeah. Did you watch um, Watchmen? No, not yet. I got it saved, though. It's not coming back, which is whack. I heard good things about it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. I got a lot of stuff I've fallen behind with uh, premium channels, man. I got I got stuck. I'm, I quit Homeland for a while. I kind of want to get back into it. <laughs> Me too. I haven't seen the previews for the new season. I know, yeah. It's it's always when the like the season comes, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should catch up. <laughs> yeah me too that's uh, how i am but, but shameless is another one i got stuck in the middle mm-hmm. uh, shameless is hilarious dude yeah that's a that's one of their most popular ones right yeah dude. it's like and, eight seasons yeah and you could see why mm-hmm. like you watch that show the first couple episodes you could tell like it's it's a ton of fun yeah uh, but the hbo man uh watchman's one outsider um euphoria i still haven't finished did you how much of that did you watch? Uh, the first three episodes. You like it? Yeah, it's it's kind of typical like teen drama. Yeah. Uh, but the performances are good. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. they casting ever, ever since True Detective, their casting has been flawless. Yeah, it has. They just find <laughs> such fitting actors for all these roles, man. I still haven't watched the newest True Detective. Me neither. Yeah, that's another thing I got to catch up on. Yeah. Did you uh you want to talk about the Chris Rock's upcoming serious roles? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably go check out the the Saw spinoff or whatever. Yeah, Spiral is that? What yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson in there makes me curious. Mm-hmm. Dude, if if they somehow finesse him as the villain, they gotta take that route. I mean, they have to. <laughs> You're spoiling it for yourself already. I'm scared that the, honestly, I'm scared that they won't. Right. Uh, but we'll see, man. I I, I am excited. That looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Like, if you're gonna kind of stick to a tired franchise, I like this. Like, you're trying to bring new energy to it. Yeah. That's what they do. Like, they go up to like eight movies. Like, dude, I don't need. I need Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I need uh, Solo or, or Rogue One. Yeah. Like, I need those spinoffs because the, the universe is fun. Like, it's cre- this whole setting is creative. It's cool. But it's just, some of these storylines are getting lame. Yeah, I agree. So, I, I, I'm going to see it. I'm not too excited because, I mean, Saw, how excited can you really get? Yeah, and, and that one, it doesn't have as many moving parts as, you know, like the other series. Right. So it is kind of tough to imagine a spinoff, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Yeah, I'm going to watch it. He's also going to be in the new Fargo season where he plays some kind of gangster. Yeah, um, FX is another uh, channel that has a lot of sleeper shows. Yeah, I like Fargo a lot. I watched the first two seasons. I I feel like I'm going to start in Atlanta and hit it in like two days. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta's a strange show, but yeah. It, That's what a lot of the FX stuff like is. It. It's kind of like different. Yeah. You kinda it's have definitely to, different. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Legion, I couldn't finish it. 
Dude, that second. Oh, yeah, we talked about yeah, it. That yeah, that second season, I couldn't ever come back. Bro, I could, I could bear. I made it through the first season, but it was a struggle. Oh, that second season just comes in, and you're like, dude, what is happening? Is is it still on? Uh, I think the final, the third season, I think was the final one. Oh, okay. Uh, but th- there's a lot of stuff on FX that's like strange. American Horror Story is one that a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only like the first season, but I, I also haven't seen the last like three or four seasons. So, mm. and that's that kind of show. I don't know what it's called, but it's getting so popular. It's kind of crazy. All right. Um, I don't have anything else. So yeah, we'll be back. Uh, All Star Weekend reactions. Yeah. Uh, quick pick: Team LeBron or Team Giannis? <laughs> Team LeBron. For sure. Yeah, I, Unless I can't. Goes crazy. I, I didn't want to take the lock picks for the three-point contest, but uh, there's I can't even make a case for Team Giannis. Yeah, man. I don't... You know. <laughs> LeBron and Dame alone, to me, is it... I, I would have picked them regardless of what Giannis picked. I'm, curi- I'm like. curious how the, like, the new format will look. Yeah. And how competitive it would be, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll be back to recap the All Star Weekend, Chicago. Uh, yeah. I'll be back to recap Sonic. I have a lot of music probably to get into next week. Yes. I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready. This weekend, I'm a lot more free this weekend than last weekend. So I'll, I'll probably catch up on some of this stuff that I missed too. Beeves, finally. I'm so ready. Bryson, where are you? <laughs> nah, man, let's get out of here. I'm not getting into that today. <laughs> not today. Oh my god, what is taking so long? Uh alright. I'm gonna play um a throwback. Uh I'm gonna play a throwback paramore, man, since Haley had a good project. Um, I'm gonna take it back to their first album. And uh, this is Emergency. Emergency.